Hello, beautiful souls. You're listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and angel medium, Julie Jancis. As this episode airs, we are in the midst of COVID-19. Friends, this is tough stuff. There is discomfort and frustration for some, loss and grief for others. And while we're not here to minimize anyone's pain, in the midst of all of it, there is also beauty, love, grace, and compassion in the coming together, kind actions, and rebuilding. We can all see so clearly now that what impacts just one person on one side of the world can impact everyone everywhere. We feel oneness and empathy for one another like never before. This is a massive shift, a global awakening. Allow it to shift and awaken you. Know that as you do, we're here for you, to pray with you, to share your stories, to shine some light, and to help in any way we can as you heal. If you'd like to work one-on-one with me, book a distance session, or take the Angel Reiki School online to develop your own unique spiritual gifts. If you want to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly, take my online Angel Communication e-course. Your angels want me to tell you that you're going to be okay. They want you to put together your own spirit team here on earth, a team of people and resources who can help you in every area where you need support. And we hope that you'll make us a part of your earthbound spirit team. Thank you for being here. Thank you for letting us be part of your healing journey. Now let's dive into the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today, I am here with Sue, and Sue has an angel story to share with us. Welcome, Sue. Hi. Thank you. Oh, of course. So let's just have you take it away and tell us your angel story. Okay. Well, my my very first angel story was um, something that happened to me when I was about 16, and My grandfather had passed away about a year prior to this, and I had a dream that he came and visited me, and I was so excited to see him, and it was so vivid and clear. It felt like he was right there, and it just seemed so real, and I was so excited, and I said, I have to tell everybody that you're here, and he said, no, you're you're the only one that can see me, and they won't be able to see me, and I just came to tell you that I'm with you, and I'm happy. And I'm at peace and I love you. And and then I woke up and that was like the very first thing that had ever happened to me that just kind of, I felt like it was possible maybe that there were angels. And so fast forward, like that happened to me when I was a teenager and I just kind of didn't really think much about it. But shortly, my mom died when I was 20 years old and I was in college and after she died, I had such a powerful need to find out, you know, if there was another side. And I was relate, uh, raised in a Presbyterian home with, you know, religious beliefs and believe in God and everything. And But I just was so curious to find out things. So I re- that was when my kind of my spiritual journey started. So that I had always had like an interest in angels and reading books and things like that about it. But about a month, a couple months ago, my friend and I were talking about it. And we just were kind of bouncing back and forth the idea about angels and signs from heaven. Um, And I had found your podcast. So I was telling her about it. And 
I was, um, we were just kind of talking about it and we said, okay, let's think of a sign that we want from our parent that has passed away and we'll see if we get that sign. And it was kind of like a little, not a dare, but just kind of like a fun thing. So I said, my sign from my mom that I would love to be, would be Silky, my cat that I grew up with, which was a little orange tabby cat. And he lost his tail when he was uh, living with us and uh, due to an unfortunate little accident. And so he had a very nubby tail. So I said, please, mom, I want to see Silky. So a little while later that evening, I was searching eBay for something unrelated. And all of a sudden, this picture popped up. My, the first thing that popped up was a cat. And it was a child's toy of some sort, but it was an orange tabby cat. It looked just like Silky. And it had the little tiny, tiny nub of a tail. It didn't have a full tail on the toy. And I just couldn't even believe my eyes. I was like, oh my gosh, that's Silky. So I told my friend and she was like, you know, kind of envious that I'd gotten a sign. And so then um, not too long after that, I was walking on my driveway and all of a sudden I felt something stuck in the bottom of my shoe. And I was like, what is that? Like felt like a tack when you get a tack stuck in your tennis shoe. So I lifted up my foot and I looked at my the bottom of my shoe and I was like, what the heck is that? And it was the earring that was the end of the earring had poked into my sole of my shoe. So I pulled it off and when I looked at it, I couldn't believe it, but I was looking at an exact replica of a necklace that I have that was my mom's and it matched it identically. And the weird thing was it was a little rose and it was like a rose gold rose. And those things were popular like in, I guess it would have been the eighties maybe. And so it, I recognized it right off the bat, but I also know that it's not something that somebody would currently be wearing. It's kind of like an outdated style. And I know that there was no earrings that had gone to the necklace that I had. So I was just like, how in the world could this earring have gotten to me and stuck to the bottom of my shoe and it's exact match of my mom's necklace. So that was like, that was like the second thing that happened. And that was just really crazy. So I, I love that yes. information for you. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible that you found like the exact replica, like it's of a set, but you never had yeah. the earrings. Yeah. She never had the earrings and my stepmom had saved it for me. And I had opened it and looked at it from time to time, but it wasn't like my style. It wasn't something that I would just get out and wear but I had looked at it from time to time, you know, kind of as you look at things that are kind of like treasures, but you don't take them out of the box. So I knew that there was no earrings that matched that, that she had, that she had. So it so, was very Yeah. And a lot of what you were talking about too is validation, right? Because our egoic mind can come in and say, okay, well, I see the cardinal, but is the cardinal really mom, right? And like, I see this, but is it really her? And a lot of people have different takes on asking for validation from the other side. And what I mean by that as validation is that you ask the other side to provide you with a sign that is unmistakably for you, right? And right. 
what I believe is that the other side will provide that to you in their time if you ask for it. And they will provide you that sign that is unmistakable so that you know, like you know, like you know, that it truly is them coming through. And they do that for you. They provide that validation because it helps you to see with your own experience that it isn't something random. It isn't something that just happened, that it is truly them trying to get your attention and let you know that they're at peace, that they're okay, but more than that, that they're with you. Yeah, I, yes. And because I get little signs, you know, I get like the pennies and things like that. And those are, you know, it's fun sometimes to say, oh, thanks, mom, for the penny. You know, I always thank her or, you know, thank somebody for it. But then I think, well, you know, it could have just dropped out of somebody's wallet or whatever. And, you know, so the signs that that I got that I've gotten, I feel like were, yeah, a little bit more because I had asked for signs that they were, you know, things that. I felt like I could not have imagined. (laughs) 100%. Oh, I love that. Are there any other stories that you wanted to share? I did have another one. This was kind of strange, but when I was about four years old, I was in a strange freak accident. I had been at a a farm of some friends with my parents, and uh, we had been feeding a horse through the fence, like through a little pasture thing, feeding the horse different hay or whatever. And somehow later on in the day, I got out of the, out of the house and went over to the horse. And I guess I got into the pasture with the horse and was trying to feed him again. And he got spooked and he kicked me. And I kind of, he kicked me right in the cheek and I have like a little scar where it was. And he kind of like threw me. And I don't really remember anything except for I remember this man that came up to me and picked me up and he had a white t-shirt on and he had like, like it was, you know, he had held me against him and he was like, kind of had some of my blood on him. And I just remember him picking me up and carrying me inside. And I had asked my dad recently who, who, who that was that had picked me up and because in my eyes, he had kind of like saved me from the pasture. And I just kind of wanted to know who he was. And my dad had a a very major stroke about 10 years ago. And he has recovered a lot, but he he has a hard time with names. So he couldn't really tell me who that person was that was with me. So it's just kind of like a mystery. And about a week after that, I was going through some papers in my closet that I had saved from my mom. And I had a, there was a piece of paper with some handwriting, some stuff on there that she wrote. It wasn't anything very significant, but it was instructions that she had left for somebody when my brother and I were little and she'd gone out of town and so I had saved it. And there was a piece of paper that was taped to it and I had just never really looked at it, but I looked at it and I realized there was something written on the back of it. So I unhooked it and turned it over and it said, Denny McCarthy, which was the person's name, (laughs) pest control on there. And I and for some reason, that rang a bell, and all of a sudden, I realized that that's who that man was. That that is exactly who it was. I knew his first name, but I didn't know his last name. And I knew that he was our that he was a pest control. And it was a note that was written in my mom's handwriting, and it was his name and pest control on the back of it. And I'd never seen it all these years. And it it 
I, I just was floored because I was like, that's the guy's name. My dad could not tell me, but my mom told me. <laughs> wow. So that was, that was a, a neat one too, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just love those stories, Sue. Thank you so, so much for coming on the show today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course, of course. Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one-on-one session via phone, FaceTime, or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing. You're entered into the drawing when you write a five-star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Friends, as I walk you through this, I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool. Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. They have this light, airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you. Friends, next, I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side. Your angels haven't gone anywhere. They're still right there, but now steps in your loved ones on the other side. 
greet them, welcome them. Take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss. Friends, as we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, God energy of course is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. Now friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side that they are there helping you every step of the way and that they will never, ever leave your side. Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure, white, radiant light pouring down from above over you. And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger, God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light energy 
Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination your DNA strand. Now, the way that Spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close. And as they do, some serve your highest health and good, some do not. What I want you to do is say this prayer with me. My friends, this energy work does not have to take a lot of time. You're going to hear me say, use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers, your intention shifts the energy within your body. So you can say it, but please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with a snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year. Daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute. Friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God Please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. For all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves, God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection. 
surround them with angels, and help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security. Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, we ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy, and we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes to help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort or response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. Clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together. Gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you. Your spirit team loves you. I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter, and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day, surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. It is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals, and it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.